changing the face and the future of the African continent, one student at a time, with Reverend Professor Peter Maghetto, the Vice Chancellor of Africa University, on episode number 55 of To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. that Africa University will be known for student-centeredness. And what this means is that we believe in what we refer to as shared governance. You are welcome to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Bishop Tremble is on a mission to encourage you with the love of Jesus Christ so you can rise to your highest potential. On To Be Encouraged, Bishop Treble speaks to a discouraged world with a good word on the pandemic, racism, the environment, human sexuality, and the state of the church, with a focus on centering your life on the love of Jesus Christ. Has there ever been a more needed time for an encouraging word to our world? This is your time to rise to your greatest potential and to be encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. Hello, good people. Welcome to To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Tremble, the podcast where we offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. I'm your co-host, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller. This is episode number 55 of this podcast. We're featuring a conversation today between myself, Bishop Trimble, and our guest, Reverend Professor Peter Maghetto, who is the Vice Chancellor of African University in Harare, Zimbabwe. Vice Chancellor is very much equivalent to the university president in North America. We were very privileged to have Vice Chancellor Megeto join us directly from Zimbabwe. We were able to make that connection and we just had a great conversation about some of the connections that we have here in the state of Indiana with universities and seminaries that we have similar connections to and that was good to catch up in that way. But moreover, we learned about Africa University and its power and its impact and its influence upon the students, not only the students that they serve in Zimbabwe, but how it is making a really profound impact throughout the entire continent of Africa and really beyond that. It is a world-changing institution. And we learned a lot about that today. In our conversation, we talked about this life-changing aspect they have and how it really starts with the students, what he called a co-mandate. And he'll talk about that in, in detail, but it really boils down to centering the life of the university around the students and then listening to the students, whatever circumstances circumstances they find themselves in, and then how their stories can build the story 
of the educational process and the educational opportunities that the university offers. And and Bishop Trimble offers some great insights into ways that the church here in the States can be involved and be engaged as well. And you're going to, I just think you're going to love this conversation so much so that we decided to divide this conversation into two parts. Today, we're going to be talking with uh, Professor Maghetto about his own faith story and about the story of Africa University. And I think you're going to find it very beneficial. Then we'll come back on episode number uh, 56, our next episode, which is where we'll be talking about how to, how uh, the church here in the States can be engaged and be an angel to the African University students and help to really magnify uh, their opportunities moving forward. And really, it impacts the world as well. I really implore you to listen carefully to this episode, episode 55, and to tune in again next time for episode 56 to get the full story, and to download the transcript, and to get engaged. There'll be links to everything that Africa University is all about in our show notes at tobeencouraged.com, and you're going to want to check those out as well. Right now, let's get into our conversation with Reverend Professor Peter Maghetto. He is the fifth vice chancellor of Africa University. He has a bachelor's degree, bachelor's degree in divinity from St. Paul's United Theological College in Kenya and a master of theological studies and a doctor of philosophy degree from Garrett Evangelical Theological Seminary, which is also where in Illinois, which is also where Bishop Trimble and I got our master's degrees at. Professor Baghetto has a wealth of experience over 25 years in church ministry, and in the university setting, and he believes and cultivates collaboration, networks, and partnerships as pillars for societal transformation, and he has an expertise in ethics and calls for a pursuit of justice and equality. Bishop, would you help us to welcome uh, Reverend Dr. Peter Baghetto to our podcast? Yes, uh, praise be to God. Uh, hallelujah, amen. Uh, it is a it's a great thing to have uh, my friend and the vice chancellor of Africa University, the Reverend Dr. Peter Maghetto, on our podcast today. Uh, he is a global leader, uh, and uh, he's uh, certainly a powerful, inspiring speaker and academician. But he's also a United Methodist, and this is uh, the Be Encouraged uh, podcast. We reach the people. Uh, you don't have to be Methodist to listen or be blessed or be encouraged for sure. But we we are not apologetic about our commitment to education and advancing the cause of justice for all of humanity. So welcome, uh, Reverend Dr. Peter Maghetto. Thank you, Bishop Trimble. And thank you, Dr. Mila. Indeed, uh, it is an incredible pleasure, privilege to have you with us, joining us uh, today from Zimbabwe which is where Africa University is located. And we'll say more about the details of that for a second, but I'd like to hear from you, uh, Professor Maghetto, a little bit about you personally, uh, first of all. Uh, we'd just like to hear a little bit about how you came to know Jesus Christ in the first place, your walk of faith, and how that eventually led you to become the Vice Chancellor of Africa University. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure uh, to all of you who are listening and greetings from Africa University in Zimbabwe. It is literally an afternoon here, well, this morning. It is 2.45 p.m. 
It is a joy to share with you my faith journey briefly. I was born in a family that uh, was not aware of Christian faith. My father and my other were not Christians at all, so they were indigenous uh, believers. But I became a Christian in high school. Uh, in the year uh, while in high school, my form two, uh, through Campus Crusade uh, team that they was visiting the school for a whole almost week of preaching and revival. And that's how I gave my life to the Lord. Uh, the channel of faith started in that local uh, place. Uh, interestingly, there was not a United Methodist congregation there, but there was a Lutheran congregation. So briefly, I was a Lutheran, you know, as a young person. And, uh, and uh, later on, then I joined uh, the uh, Methodist. This, it is very interesting to look back. I recently spoke and I was making a reference to my call to ministry, uh, which uh, occurred in the context of a call to young people. I, as a young person, I had this call that the Lord was saying, I needed to take the gospel to the young people. Uh, then I didn't know that the young people will become later on uh, uh, be in the university setting. I thought it was a congregation, work with the youth, work with Sunday school, only to come and find myself in this. But my journey in the academy has been uh, of great interest. As an ordained elder, I have served congregations in Kenya. Uh, by then, uh, after Garrett Evangelical Theological uh, Seminary training, I returned back to Kenya to join the academy. And that's how then I transitioned from a congregational care to uh, a campus care. And in the academy, I did uh, then uh, uh, run through the departments, the colleges, and I became also the vice president for responsible for academics while in Kenya and received some time as uh, the president or vice chancellor in a university in Zimbabwe, University of Kigali from which uh, the former late vice-chancellor of my university recruited me as his deputy vice-chancellor from, Zim, uh, from uh, Rwanda. So, and that's how I found myself in the year 2018 here at uh, Africa University. I came to serve as the deputy vice-chancellor. I'm glad for the opportunity. We didn't see uh, it coming. And uh, in the middle of COVID-19, I lost my friend and my mentor, uh, Professor Frusa, who had recruited me to uh, Zimbabwe. In fact, it's good to mention that it was Africa University that brought me to Zimbabwe for the first time. I had not been to Zimbabwe. <laughs> I came to Zimbabwe first time to go do an interview here at Africa University. And then I didn't have a clue that I will be coming the, I'll be coming the vice chancellor. These are called the things of God. And uh, whoever has listened briefly to my, uh, my faith channel, you need to be encouraged. I was born in a village. I didn't then know that there would be a global village, you know, the, the world that God has now provided to me. And uh, this is the joy. And uh, when I saw the invitation uh, through this podcast, and uh, whose theme is to be encouraged, I was generally personally encouraged. And I said I would be glad to be part of those who would encourage others. Thank you, Dr. That's great. That, yeah, that's that's great, uh, VC. I, 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 the three of us, the, it seems like the world is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> that we are, uh, uh, that we're there. We're actually, uh, we are actually one village. And this is something I preach all the time, that that we really are one village. Uh, and 
the three of us actually have connections, other connections. And I, I want you to speak a little bit about you have an Indiana connection that also uh, uh, the, 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 the producer of this podcast, Reverend Dr. Brad Miller has as well. Can you say something about, I think you spent some time in Evansville. Oh, I did, uh, Bishop Andra, and this is very interesting to be very sincere with you. I came, uh, I and my wife and our son, uh, we came to Garrett Evangelical Theological Seminary. I came as a student and my family accompanied me then. And uh, the interesting piece is that uh, after my years of coursework of PhD, I was looking for a conference where I could be taken either as a missionary in residence or a student pastor as I was writing my dissertation. And I will tell you the truth, I tried Michigan, I tried uh, Northern Illinois, and both of them turned me down. And then there was this lady from uh, Aldersgate, uh, United Methodist Church in Indiana, Reverend Lynn Le, uh, Rene who was coming on behalf of the conference to meet some students at Garrett Evangelical Theological Seminary. I said, ah, since someone is coming, let me put my name down. Uh, in the case they allow me, I could like to see them and speak to them about my desire. I am not from that conference, but I put my name down. I will never forget, it was a very rainy day, but she turned up. And uh, of the students that he, she saw from Indiana, I was not from Indiana, she gave me a chance to meet with her. And I expressed my interest, and uh, I will never forget what she said. She said, I can't promise, but I will go and talk to my uh, district superintendent, and I will talk also to the bishop. I don't know what will come. I can't promise you anything, uh, but, you know, uh, it's good we have met. I will tell you the truth. Tomorrow... Uh, will be almost 20 years of the work we have been doing through Aldersgate United Methodist. I got appointed as a student, uh, a missionary student. I traveled from Chicago, from Evanston to Evansville, Indiana, to be responsible for Bible study, and uh, and during the week between two congregations, United uh, Aldersgate UMC and Methodist Temple. But while I was a student, interesting, Bishop, uh, while I was a student, at Garrett, I did encourage my younger brother, Saneta, uh, to apply uh, to, uh, to CTS. You know, I, 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 is it CTS or am I confusing uh, the Christian Theological Seminary? No, th that's, th that's correct, yes. Yeah, Indianapolis. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that's how my younger brother ended up in Indiana also. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so he was in Indiana before me. Uh, and now something Bishop Trimble's uh, cabinet as a DS. This, this, the world has become a small village, yeah. you know. And uh, Aldersgate uh, United Methodist uh, Congregation is is one congregation we consider as our own congregation. Even if you were to ask me where my membership is, I would say at Aldersgate uh, United Methodist Church in Evansville. Well, Evansville is actually my hometown. I, I claim it was my hometown, and I'm a grad, grad, graduate of University of Evansville, and I know Altersgate Church very well, and I, I know Lynn as well. So, yes. This is a small <laughs> world, and uh, Brad, you will be shocked that my 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 daughter, she's a, a music therapy a, a student at the U, uh, U of E. Oh, is that right? Well, good for her. Go Aces, huh? <laughs> Here's my, here's well, my, my mug, even, my, uh, 
Oh nice. my goodness, yeah, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> and uh, the rest is so you it is one family. My wife is an alumni of University of Evansville, uh, oh. the nursing program. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? How about that? Well, Bishop, what did you want to ask uh, Professor Maghetto about what's going on at Africa University? That's what our focus is here today. Yeah, yeah. I think there's so much that people uh, uh, maybe don't fully understand. Uh, and I think the more we understand, the better we are able to celebrate. Uh, and the more we are able to celebrate, uh, the better we're able to share the witness. Uh, for example, when, when I, we make reference to, you, you shared this in the National Meeting of Black Methodists for Church Renewal as well, uh, the population of the continent of Africa. Sometimes we in America and other places mistakenly refer to Africa as though Africa is a country when it is a continent of many countries. And African University is a pan-African university. Some people wouldn't necessarily understand that term. Can you share a little bit about the vast diversity of the continent of Africa and how this United Methodist-related liberal arts private institution is pan-African, which makes it somewhat uh, unique uh, globally? Uh, thank you, Bishop, for that uh, question. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, Africa is a continent, 55 countries. And uh, these countries are divided by what you could be calling almost colonial languages. There is uh, the English-speaking countries, the Portuguese-speaking countries, the French-speaking countries, then Arabic, uh, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and Ethiopia, which keeps uh, a, a bit different. But the 55 countries with a population of 1.3 billion people. Billion with a Out, B. With a B. <laughs> 1.3. And they tell us that 40% of that population are youth. They are young people. 40% of that population are young people. Where are these young people? They are either in primary school, in high schools, or they're in universities. This is where this 40% population is. But it will be of interest, especially at the level where we speak now as Africa University to say, oh, so the 55 countries must be ready then for this 40% population. No, they are not. The 55 countries are still struggling. They are not. Let me give you a clue. The whole continent has it's slightly 1,250 universities. 1,250 universities. Africa University is one of those 1,000. And uh, the worst part of it is that this is both private and public and state universities. Now, where we are in Zimbabwe, we have only 24 universities as a country. And of the 24 uh, universities, five are private. The rest are state universities. They are government-sponsored. Of the five private, Africa University is the first private university in Zimbabwe. In fact, we better put it clearly, it is the first Christian private university because there are also other individual uh, universities. So when you think about it, Africa University then provides us with an opportunity 
to be able to say, what is it that we are offering? We are private, but we are Christian. And we are not just Christian, we are also Pan-African. Bishop, you are right. The founders of this university had the desire to call the 55, then there were 50 countries, to call them together. And uh, Africa University was seen as a clarion call institution where then African students coming from the 55 countries could gather. As we speak now, we have managed to gather almost 31 countries in the continent at Africa University. 31. Currently, if you were to come on campus, you would experience around 23 of those countries that ago as students are sitting for exams. Why was this necessary? It was necessary because first, with our Christian mandate, go ye into the world and make disciples. We believe that even in higher education, we are making disciples for the kingdom. And anyone listening should be encouraged about this. We are not talking about just credentializing students, providing certificates and degrees. We are also interested with their well, holistic well-being. They are physical, they are spiritual, and they are emotional. And this is well understood because the founding programs in the university was, uh, was focused on holistic well-being, the mind, the body, and the soul. And that's why we started with the Bachelor of Divinity, with the Bachelor of Science in Agriculture, and as well as the Bachelor of Education. So we needed education, we needed food, we needed spiritual food. Where are we now? This mandate has not stopped. The Pan-African spirit keeps calling us back. The spirit calls us back to go to the founding fathers and say, what else do we need to do? Bishop, before you came in, I was talking to Dr. Brad and I said, it's very interesting what technology can do. And that's where the future of Africa University is lying. While we are inviting students on campus, we wanted to thank the board of directors of Africa University who have continued to invest in technology so that we are able to see how much we can reach uh, the students in other regions in the continent who can continue, who can also learn online while they find it difficult either to fly to Zimbabwe because Zimbabwe, because of either the geopolitical issues or because it is literally expensive, you know, and yet what they need is the internet and laptop and they will be ready to go. So this is the kind of the future of our education that Africa University is now uh, embracing. So we believe that our business has been declared. Bishop, you made reference to the 30th anniversary. It was a major celebration. And we celebrated that for 30 years, we laid the foundation. As I said during my inauguration, indeed, if the Lord Jesus Christ in 30, 30 year uh, age and his ministry was beginning then, then Africa University's mission has just started. And we are looking into the next uh, fourth, uh, uh, the fourth decade. And we feel like we are ready to launch on. And of course, with uh, the leadership of Bishop Trimble, and uh, this kind of podcast, we are making it known to everyone just to be encouraged that if you are part and parcel of Africa University, then you are transforming the continent. Not Zimbabwe, not the individual student. The 55 countries are being transformed. Great, great. I think the uh, 
Africa University website is ex is exciting, and I hope you will continue to invest in your website because people all across the globe can find out about Africa University and see some kind of interactive videos uh, uh, that, that, that really highlight the students. It seems like student life is very, very important to you as the, the vice chancellor and, and as both as a, as a theologian and an and a, and a academician and ethicist, but but it seemed you really have a good, uh, I, I picked this up at the anniversary, how much the students love love you as a leader. Why, why are students so important, uh, um, in, in particularly at this time in, in the history of the globe? I, I think one of the blessings, uh, Bishop uh, uh, Trimble, that we have is that sometimes we do not get to understand the core mandate of a university and for that matter, a Christian university. The core business of the university is not just is not to create revenue. It is first and foremost to center everything around the student. Once you uh, focus on the student and take interest in the student, the student will speak to another student, and the other student will speak to another student, and they will all come together. We have decided that Africa University will be known for student-centeredness. Mm -hmm. And what this means is that we believe in what we refer to as shared governance. Anyone at Africa University should be available to our students, whether that student is on campus or online, wherever that student is, we must be available. But more importantly, it is, it is all gone now for us to imagine that young people have no ideas. Bishop, we have discovered that listening to these young people, to these students, you discover things that they are interested in, and that's why we take interest to address their needs. Not our needs, but their needs. And in listening to them, you, I will give you an example. A number of these students tell us very clearly, Bishop, they say, no, we do not want to stay in Mutare town. Those of you who have been in Mutare, you know that it's almost 13, 14 kilometers away from Kambas. They say, we want to stay on campus. And Bishop, we want to uh, register our appreciation to the Indiana Conference. They have invested in the past uh, in different uh, hostel uh, buildings and different uh, uh, investments that have come through. But more importantly, they talk about housing. They want housing on campus. This is very important. Why? Because they know that if you are on campus, even if electricity went off, even if we lost electricity, in the city, the university generators will kick on. Therefore, they will have power. Mm -hmm. They know that the internet will not disappear. But the second item is also to listen keenly to their stories. Each of the students has a narrative. Some of them are coming from a refugee camp. Some of them are coming from, as a, from an orphanage. Some of them are coming from single parenting homes. Some of them are coming from uh, homes that are struggling with the issues of divorce and separation. Some of them traveled to this country uh, in very difficult circumstances. So when they realize that the administration is listening to them and we are giving them space to tell their story, they get encouraged. And that's the enthusiasm, Bishop, uh, uh, that I have seen among our students. And when you promise them something, we try to deliver. When we tell them, your results will be released on Friday, this date. 
we want to honor that and release the results. When we say you have a break between now and this, or you run your event between this, and they find that we are supporting them, their response has been very, very great. And we want to keep that enthusiasm because we believe that word of mouth is more powerful than any word on print. So if they can walk out of the university and say, yeah, Africa University is the university uh, of choice, then we know that we will be attracting more students uh, to come. Did I hear you say uh, that, that you have students coming from the refugee camp and from orphanages? Yes, Bishop, uh, we have, we have. Uh, for example, I can give an example. We, you know, next to the university is what we know as fair, uh, fair, uh, Fairfield Children's Home. And uh, almost every year we are receiving two or three students coming through. Some of these children, they do not have original parents. I can give you an example. There is a young girl, she graduated uh, uh, last year, July, and uh, she was from Fairfield uh, Children's Home. And uh, I just took a hint uh, into the university in one of the departments to work for the next six months or so. And uh, she grew up there. She was picked from the street. She doesn't know anyone else. She has no auntie, no uncle, no brother. She was picked Mm. from the street. And uh, Juliet is her name. She's wonderful. We sit together. She has taken me like her father, you know. And, uh, and the, the, the joy of it is that Africa University, through uh, a number of you who give through scholarships, gave us scholarship. A number of the students who come, uh, you know, a few kilometers away from uh, the university is one of the biggest refugee camp in Zimbabwe. And we have refugees from uh, Burundi, from Rwanda, from in, uh, you know, in, in a number of countries. And I believe, Bishop, if you, uh, when you're on campus, some of these students have stories to tell, you know, but it is very encouraging to see each one of them either coming. And uh, I can give one example. The latest one is a young man called Christian. Uh, Christian uh, uh, comes from this refugee camp. And last semester, he walked into my office. He said, ah, I am in second year, but I am going to drop because I have no scholarship and I have a fee balance from last semester. And a Christian said, ah, but Christian, I've been seeing you in chapel every Wednesday morning, every, every Sunday morning, you and you, he's, he's an instrument, instrumentalist. He plays guitar very well. And the Christian said, yeah, I am, but I am struggling. So I listened and uh, somehow I shared again with our uh, office uh, president, CEO, Jim Sally in uh, African University Development Office in Nashville, and uh, there was a blessing that came through. Uh, This student got a scholarship. Christian speaks, gives his testimony a lot about what what happened. And we keep encouraging them to come forward, to have the confidence to be able to tell their story. Because in telling the story, one has to be encouraged that there there must be an angel that is being raised somewhere. We're going to pause our conversation with uh, Reverend Professor Peter Baghetto and Bishop Julius C. Trumbull uh, right there. And we'll rejoin on an episode 56, which is upcoming. I did hope that you heard the story there of Christian. That's the story. 
in embodiment in one student of Africa University and what an incredible impact it has made on that one student, accomplished guitarist, making a contribution, but because of family circumstances, uh, really challenged, but because some angels stepped forward to be supportive financially, able to continue his education. And I feel pretty confident that Christian is going to make a big a really profound impact wherever he goes in life. And you multiply that over and over again at Africa University. And that was the story that Professor Magetta was telling along with Bishop Julius C. Trumbull here on To Be Encouraged. And that's episode number, we're episode 55 here on episode 56. We're going to continue this conversation and we're going to be particularly focused on how folks like you and me can be angels to African University students, including those students who walk on one leg. We'll unpack that in episode number 56, but you're going to want to understand what it means for a student at African University to walk on one leg, and all angels like you and me can help them to walk on two legs. That's our mission here and our purpose. We are going to have connections to everything about African universities and ways that you can be an angel at our show notes at tobeencouraged.com. We hope that you'll check that out and join us next time on episode 56 as we continue this conversation with Reverend Professor Peter Maghetto and with Bishop Julius C. Tremble. We're here to serve you. We're here to be a, a voice of the United Methodist Church and the voice of of Bishop Julius C. Tremble to offer an encouraging word to an often discouraged world. We hope that you join us next time. Until we do, until our paths cross again, this is Reverend Dr. Brad Miller speaking for Bishop Julius C. Tremble, reminding you to continue to always do all the good that you can. Consider yourself encouraged and appreciated for listening to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. Now, please share the blessing and encourage others in your life to listen to Be Encouraged. You can do just that by pointing your people to the website tobeencouraged.com. That's T-O-B-E. E-N-C-O-U-R-A-G-E-D dot com or connect through Apple Podcast where you can follow, rate, and review To Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble. When you do that, you're doing your part to bring a good word to a discouraged world. Remember to listen next week to Be Encouraged with Bishop Julius C. Trimble and never forget, God loves you. And there's nothing you can do about it.